seek to understand before being understood. This is perhaps the single most valuable communication tool that you have, and it requires no electricity, no Wi-Fi, no current technology whatsoever, even in the year 2146. All it requires from you is a pair of ears, a little bit of patience, and a little bit of grace. Another great thing about it is that wherever there are people in your life, this is relevant. Whether it's your parents, your teachers, your spouse, your children, your friends, your coworkers, even dummies who don't like you very much. And yes, I called them dummies. Have you met you? You're really great. Anyone who doesn't like you has to be a dummy. You will find better friends and fewer enemies if you take this advice to heart. So let's break it down into two parts. Part one, seek to understand. All this means is try as hard as you can to understand what the other person is saying. You don't have to agree with it. You just need to be able to understand it. Let's unpack a glorious example. You have just washed and waxed your time machine. You are standing at the back of your garage admiring it. Through the open door, you can see there's someone in the CVS parking lot across the street, also admiring it. He takes off and you prepare to go inside when suddenly a large man who smells like donuts somersaults through the window, steals your chrono valve, and then vanishes back out the window, leaving behind a single donut, frosted and sprinkled with nuts, spinning like a top on the floor. Now on the one hand, you think, oh no, my chrono valve, that's really expensive. I don't get paid till next week. Now my time machine will not work until I replace it. On the other hand, you think, hey look, donut. <laughs> Would you be angry? You certainly can be. After all, this dude just stole from you and all you have is a dirty donut and six days until payday. You are within your rights to feel angry and you can absolutely let this ruin your day. That is your choice. But let's explore further. Miles Davis, no relation to the musician, is happily sitting at home with his daughter in the year 2146 when the phone rings and a doctor on the other line says, Mr. Davis, your daughter has contracted a terrible case of serendipitous gonna die. She has six and a half hours to live. Now, Mr. Davis isn't real worked up because after all, pretty much every disease has been cured by the year 2146. Plus, he just downloaded the update for his Amazon-powered medicine cabinet, so he is sure that there's a remedy that he can order from the bathroom mirror and have it arrive in six and a half minutes, let alone six and a half hours. So he says, what's the cure, doc? The doctor replies, a stick of juicy fruit gum is the only known cure, Mr. Davis. Now, Miles Davis, not the musician, has never heard of such a thing, and he says so. What the heck is Juicy Fruit Gum? It's a delightful chewing gum made in the end of the 20th century that ended up going out of business in 2052 when the company was purchased by Google and ended up being lost in a bum trade agreement to the independent province of Michigan before they were conquered by Canada. So unless you have a time machine, I'm afraid it's time for you to say goodbye to your daughter. Now, other than the fact that was super harsh, Miles Davis did in fact have a time machine. It had a bum chrono valve, but otherwise it was in really good shape. So he kissed his daughter on the head and said, I'll be back soon, baby girl. Here, daddy, you might need this. His daughter handed him the family's frosted donuts. It had nuts sprinkled on it. Why does this matter? Why is this significant? I'll tell you, because this was the last donut on planet Earth. It was worth a whole solar system's wages for a year and a half. 
how his family got a hold of such a precious item is irrelevant for the purposes of this convenient and very true story. He hopped into the time machine and went back in time to your town. He ran inside a CVS pharmacy and bought a whole pack of juicy fruit for $103, because that's how much gum costs in 2146. He was excited that he was able to purchase the medicine and did not even have to surrender his precious donut. The clerk, Madge, she didn't say anything, she just pocketed the money. Funny thing, Madge. No one liked Madge, but for good reason. She poisoned her husband and then spent the insurance money on losing lottery tickets and cat food. Madge has no cats. Who ate the cat food? She would discover later when she tried to spend the stolen money that it was from the year 2146. This would be pointed out to her by the policeman who was arresting her for counterfeiting poorly. Madge was then sentenced to a long time in prison. No one liked her in prison either. Madge is the worst. Back to Miles Davis, not the musician. Miles tried to go back to his own time to take the gum to his daughter, but his time machine would not go. What the heck? He got out and examined the machine. Oh no, his chrono valve was melted. What was he to do? He needed the chrono valve to control the flow of the time stream. Without it, he was stranded almost 150 years from his little girl. He would give anything for a decent chrono valve. Then what to his wondering eyes should appear but your time machine, freshly washed and waxed and sitting in your garage across the street. You probably figured out the rest of the story. Miles Davis, not the musician, jumped through your window, popped off your chrono valve, and takes off, leaving his priceless donut behind his payment. So now how do you feel about the theft of your chrono valve? The only thing that has changed is your knowledge. You are still well within your rights to feel angry. You can absolutely let this ruin your day. That is totally your choice. Is stealing a chrono valve wrong? Of course it is, because stealing sucks. Is desperately wanting to travel through time to get home to save your daughter a bad thing? Of course not, unless you're Hitler. And we're going to assume, for the sake of this example, that you are not Hitler. The only thing that has changed is the level of your knowledge of the situation. Seek first to understand. Can you understand why a man would be willing to steal from you to save his child? Now, does that make stealing okay? No, stealing is still wrong. Let's say you catch him before he gets away and you hold him for the authorities. While you guys are waiting and you are justifiably angry at the attempted theft of your very expensive time machine part, Miles Davis, not the musician, explains the situation to you. Are you going to wait for the police to arrive and have them arrest him? Or are you going to give him your chrono valve and send him home to his daughter with your blessing? Personally, I would give him the chrono valve. And then, when he tells me I should invest in a little endeavor called BenjaminJNichols.com because they rule the galaxy in 2146, I would do exactly that because this is, of course, a very true story. Simply listening carefully and making sure that you understand what someone is saying gives you so much credit. When you take the time to care enough about another person to actually listen to them, this automatically makes you smarter and kinder and more respectable in their eyes. Furthermore, it tends to lessen or eradicate altogether anger and hostility and arrogance and other general ugliness. When you honestly try to understand another person and they see that, the focus can then be turned from any disagreement with each other to working together to find a solution. Case in point, you go from stopping a thief trying to steal your chrono valve to helping a father save his daughter. 
When you seek to understand another person's perspective, your decisions become focused, intentional, and intelligent, rather than broadly emotional reactions based on ignorance. So that's part one. Part two is way shorter. Being understood. Knowing now that your chrono valve is the price to save a young girl's life, you give it to Miles. You also give him his donut back and explain that stealing sucks, and then you send him on his way. Miles Davis, not the musician, goes home to his daughter with his donut, your chrono valve, and your blessing. He saves his daughter and vows to never steal again. For generations afterward, his family members remember you and your wisdom and your grace and your generosity. They sing songs about you. They name children after you. It's really great. Now that you've taken the time to acknowledge the other person's point of view, they are far more likely not only to let you state your own perspective, but even to try to understand it themselves. This is where you can calmly, kindly, and respectfully explain your point of view because you know where they are coming from. It's easier to present your own thoughts in a way that is effective and hopefully clear. Of course, not everything is going to turn out as this very real story, but you will discover that your communication will become clearer and your decisions wiser. I do have a couple of important side notes. Coming to an understanding does not necessarily mean coming to an agreement. There is a difference. You can come away from an encounter completely understanding the other person and still decide that you will never speak to them again. And that's okay. At least your decision is based on intelligent reasoning rather than ignorance and changeable emotions. And finally, please understand that this might not always work. Sometimes people just suck. Again, at least whatever you decide will be based on intelligence rather than ignorance. It's one of those things where even if you lose, you still win because your dignity, your decency, your moral fiber, they remain intact. So hopefully now you understand what I mean when I say seek to understand before being understood. See, and now you can intelligently decide whether or not that's good advice. <laughs>